Tell me what's the point. Hey everybody, welcome to What's the Point? I got my sister, my my best friend in the world, Moni Love in the building with me today. The mother of her children. <laughs> <laughs> You, listen, let me tell you something. I got a lot of girlfriends. I call my baby mother, so don't <laughs> don't get me beat up, please. No, this is really no. You know what? Because I heard when you first told me that you were doing, you know, what's the point? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder what because it's if you're all listening, all of you listening out in Listenerville, it's weird to imagine what your sister, somebody that's been under your wing for years and years and years and years and years, <laughs> is doing. As far as being like basically a radio personality, because in essence, that I is what from this the is. Best, baby. But it's just it's <laughs> so weird for me. But this is awesome. <laughs> this is like, wait, wait. I have to tell you all that are listening. Okay, wait. I know it's her show, but I have to. I have to tell you. <laughs> this, this is when a radio personality comes on your show. This is what happens. Go. I have to tell you this. Okay, Jory. I, I need you to know, Jory. Um, I met at the very tender age. Of 21. Of 21. <laughs> and um, I actually started managing Jory. Yes, you did. And I, the type of manager that I was with Jory is I, t- I moved her into my house. Yes. With my children. New York. And, and times. you know, the crazy thing is she became a part of my family. Yeah. So the point where whatever she decided to do in life was something that I would support or I would sit down and try to talk her out of or whatever. Mm-hmm. I moved several times. Guess who came with me? My sister. <laughs> she was a fixture. She was a part of the family, her own space in the house. Yes, I did. You know, it was really nice. I missed that place. Oh I know, God, right? I missed that place. And I'm then mad. and then the essence of of what I'm saying is Jory used to come to work with me also mm-hmm. when I was working on a radio in the New York market. Yeah. Uh, on Power 105.1. Yes. With Ed Lover on um, Ed and Mo in the Morning. Mm-hmm. And so it's weird for me right now how many years later that you are doing radio. This is like so awesome. You know what? It's actually kind of um, fun for me because I sit back and a lot of people I think did not really know that I was capable but I have to credit you and, and, and Lover as well, you right, know, to right. sit in those <clears throat> uh, morning shows with you guys and sit back and to admire you all and learn because I'm one of those type of people when I'm around, I may be quiet. You may not know exactly what's Super on my mind, quiet. but I'm Super going to absorb quiet. everything that's happening. Right, right, you know right. what I mean? And so that for me has allowed me to transpire into to. A lot of different things. Right. I mean, you know me as a singer, a writer. Right. That's um, what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, this is really, this is a shock. For, it's a good shock. Yeah. But this is a shock for me. I was like, oh, okay. But what I'm most happy about is actually just having you here. No, but we spoke, is, we talked this about crazy. this. We talked about this. But you're here, this. though. You're in Chicago after you just ripped the mic, y'all. She just, right. she just came off the mic from a show in Chicago, and she did her thing, as she always does. Uh, you know, fortunately, she is still the in the middle. When's the last time you see me perform anyway? Seriously. Um, When's the last time no, we... You had a show here in, um, what was it, like November? Republic or... Enemy oh. at House of Blues. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah, show. yeah. That was a that good was show. That was what, 2013? The end of 2013. Or top of, no, top yeah. of, yeah, it was the end of 2013, wasn't it? Like after, right after Thanksgiving. I don't remember. You know my I memory I think it was, yeah. You're terrible. Yeah, I'm I way am. older than you. I know. But, 
We're going to tell everybody. We're going to tell everybody, all right? We're going to keep that on the low. All right. But speaking of keeping things on the low, let's talk about this. Everybody that, you know, remembers you, they remember you from Ladies First and, and Moni in the Middle and those that are current with you know you from your radio show. But right. there's so much more to you that nobody knows. Like, you've been very quiet and off the scene as far as your personal life and, right. and, and things that you've gone through and experienced. And you, you have four beautiful children, you know, but people really don't know Moni Love. No, you're right. Because we have to realize that time has gone by, turnover happens, mm -hmm. hip hop turns <clears throat> over. Yeah. There's a whole new audience now mm -hmm. that have their favorites. Yeah, exactly. You know, so there's a whole audience of people that listen to their hip hop mm -hmm. now yeah. that that pro might know of me but know of me as oh the girl that's on the radio yeah so i'm going to hit you with the first question Go ahead. because i'm sure the inquiring minds want to know um after ladies first you know um a, a huge monumental record for you and and queen latifah that to this day you know still gets right. a lot of love you know what i'm saying what happened between you and queen latifah like, are you guys friends or like, what's up with I'm you and I'm so life? glad you asked that question because yes, you are bang on, absolutely right. Everybody wonders that. Mm -hmm. Like everybody that knows and has been, you know, listens to, to hip hop since like the end of the 80s, early 90s, mm -hmm. wonders what in the heck, you know? Yeah, what and it's, it, it's funny because a month ago, Queen Latifah rounded up just about as many female MCs as she could mm -hmm. to do the VH1 Hip Hop Honors, which you, she entitled All Hail the Queens. You looked great. And thank you, sissy. But I will tell you this. She said to me at rehearsals, because we were there, myself, the brat, and Yo-Yo. No, myself, the brat, and Rage. We were there early, like some of the other girls came in the next day and the next day, but we were there and we did rehearsals from the show came on on um, Monday. I got to New York, because I don't live in New York anymore. I got mm -hmm. to New York the Saturday night, the Saturday evening, and the Sunday um, I went to rehearsal, right? Okay. And, uh, no, I think it was a Sunday night, and I went to rehearsal the Monday morning, right? We did two two days of rehearsals. At the rehearsal, Latifah said, looked at me, she said, it only took us 25 years. <laughs> And I started cracking up because I was like, I know, right? And she was like, do you know, everybody asks me, what happened? Are we still friends? Did we fall out? And I was like, people ask me the same thing. And she was like, give me your phone. I want to see what, you, what you've been doing all this time. Oh, wow. And she took my phone from me and she <clears throat> scrolled through all these pictures of my kids and, and everything. And she said, you know what? This is what you've been doing for 25 years. She was like, I've been busy too, as, yeah. you, as, as you can see, and as you know, with the movies, the production company, you know, uh, the jazz music and tours that, she, that I do. This is Latifah talking. And she was like, but don't for a second think that you wasn't doing anything. She was like, you did good, Mo. I know that touched you. She I, that had like, to have hit you. Yeah, it did. Real, she was like, did. you did good. You did good. This definitely is 25 years worth of work. Yeah. She's I like, mean, you did good. I'm raising four kids and you have four phenomenal yeah. kids that I so, happen to love. So in, <laughs> so in essence, like, we had no specific falling out. 
life just took us life on took two over. completely different <clears throat> journeys. And it does that. You know, life just does that. There's never any rhyme or reason right. how or why. But, I mean, just the fact that you guys could come back together 25 <laughs> so years funny. later. She said, it only took us 25 years, Mo. <laughs> that was yeah. so funny. But, you know, the, this, um, the fact that you guys could come back 25 years and, and pick up like you never left off is... What was it's funny though is that she was dope. like, she was like, so when you say which part, and I'm a vibe off of that, and I looked at her and I was like, you got this. <laughs> was she nervous? I know I wasn't nervous. Uh, she not nervous like, oh my god, am I gonna mess up? Just nervous, excited. Yeah. Because you how did think you about feel it. that night? I almost cried. I mean, I did. You did kind of. Yeah, I did. I saw you. <laughs> you cried. I was trying to hide the fact <laughs> that I did start to tear up. Yeah. Because what you what you have to understand is we have not performed that song together yeah. in over 25 years. I perform that song every night by myself mm-hmm. on tour and doing mm-hmm. shows. I perform that song, her part and my part, by myself. Mm-hmm. So that night, when we, when we did that song together... It brought back a lot of memories. Oh, my goodness. I was, I was 18 years old again and on the road. Mm. It, was, it, was, it was the awesomest thing. It was really, really dope. Man, I'm just happy that you guys finally had that moment. Yeah, you know? me too. Definitely. I'm really happy for that. So um, <clears throat> I'm going to move on a little further into your personal life. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm here for. So since at least have, today um, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is rare, y'all. This is rare. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going to go there. You know, we just came upon the 20th year of the death of Tupac. Right. And what people don't know is that you and Pac used to date. You know what? Nobody knows that. Nobody knows that. You know that because you have inside <laughs> track. But um, here's the thing. It's funny because somebody said to me um, that knows us both, said to me last year, how does it feel to be in the elite club? And I was like, what elite club? And he was like, the elite club of people that dated Pac. And I was like, what? What does that mean? Yeah, I sounded like I sound. Yeah, <laughs> you I make sound, me sound like like I sounded like, like, a groupie, the, like yeah. a fan. Like, like, I, sound, like no. I sounded, I sounded like the minion. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, exactly. That's what I could because I was just, I was like, just like, I never really, I never looked at it like that. Look, here's the thing: when Latifah's album first came out, and we had did Ladies First together, we were. Um, collectively on the road as part of a tour. The tour was the Big Daddy Kane tour. And on that tour was Big Daddy Kane, so that's his entire outfit, him, his DJ, his two dancers, his security. Mm -hmm. There was third base. Third base is, you know, search. Uh, Prime Minister Pete Nice and DJ Richie Rich. Right? So it's Mm -hmm. them. So, you know, Latifah's crew, it's Latifah. It's her two dancers, um, 00799. It's her manager. It's her DJ. And it's me. Mm -hmm. I was part of Latifah's outfit. Okay. And it was Digital Underground. Digital Underground consisting of their band members and and Shock G and Tupac. Tupac was a part of... Digital Underground, Underground. Okay, at yeah. that time. <clears throat> he, had, that. he had not spit a rhyme yet. Damn. There was no rhymes that was out anywhere for anybody to listen to mm-hmm. at that time. He was on stage every night doing the Humpty Hump. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Tupac taught me how to do the Humpty Hump. How cute is that? Yeah. So <laughs> when the tour started, I had gone to Canada to visit my mother. My mother lives in, in Canada, and I went to Canada to visit. She lives in Toronto. I went to Toronto to visit my mother and the tour left 
the tour bus left from New York with Latifah's whole camp and went on the road to meet up with everybody else for their first show. I couldn't do the first couple of shows because I was already gone visiting my mother. So I had um, my manager and Latifah's manager worked it out that I would fly from Toronto into the next town mm -hmm. to meet up with the tour. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So before I got there, I kept getting phone calls from um, Latifah's dancers saying, we cannot wait till you get here because there is this guy here that is bugging us that he wants to meet you. And we are sick of hearing him talk about you at that point. And I was like, well, who are you talking about? They were like, this guy named Tupac. And I'm like, oh, who's that? Oh, he's with Digital Underground. Of course I know who Digital yeah, Underground, Underground was. Right, right. And they're, well, I was like, well, what does he do? He's part of the band. Okay, but what, what does he do? Does he rap? And, they, and <laughs> she was like, well, he's a rapper too, but he's with Digital Underground right now. He's and part he of ain't their, got no bars. He, they were like, he, they were like he's, part of his, he's part of their crew or whatever. And they're like, he heard ladies first. And every show that we've done so far in the morning when we're doing soundtrack, he's like, is she coming today? Is she going to be here today? And oh so they're like, God. we can't wait till you get here because he's annoying. <laughs> so he was actually, I, you know what's funny is I can't sit back and, and picture Pac as like the annoying little kid on the bus. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't even picture okay. that. Here's, here's, okay, here's a, a better way for me to explain him and his personality and that side of him to you. He is hip-hop's biggest fan ever. Damn. Tupac is hip -hop, was hip-hop's biggest fan ever. Like, I have never seen or rarely, seldom seen one person be such a fan of so many people. Wow. And a diehard fan knows all their rhymes, can tell you where they take their breath he in studied. between where they're saying stuff. He like studied. he's a student at a he's game. A student of the game. That's what I'm talking about. And so that's really where all of that is. She coming today? Is she? That's where that was coming from. Yeah. Because what it was was he had listened to ladies first. He had listened to my rhyme style. He he was digging my rhyme style. He so was he like was she's examining so dope. you. There you go. Wow. Okay. So. When they were saying that to me on the phone, I was like, great. So you're going to palm this annoying person off on me <laughs> when I get there. Like, what's uh, that's nothing to look forward to. But Pac was so cute. He so I got really there. I got there and I met this. My goodness. I could count every tooth in his head when I first saw him. He had the, <laughs> had the biggest. Big grin. <laughs> yeah, he has the biggest cheese grin ever. Wow. And it's he, he um with this like. Just awesome personality. It was hard to be on some get him away, away from, from me. me. Yeah. It was it was hard to be like that. See, and that's what I was thinking. I was just like, I just can't no, imagine can't. him being like that. He's, he, he, it's like when a small child that's super cute mm -hmm. asks you for something and mm -hmm. you want to say no, but you can't because they just look at him. Yeah. That's, that was him. See, that, that's what I wanted to hear. That's what I that wanted was him. to hear. So what happened was he and I struck up a friendship. I mean, it was so deep. To the point where I have my own room mm -hmm. on tour. So, and and Pac didn't have his own room. He would share with one of the other guys mm -hmm. sometimes. And I would share with um, uh, 99, I mean 007, which was one of Latifah's dancers. I would share my room with her sometimes. Because the dancers had their own room. Okay. But a lot of times, one of her dancers that was really, really, really tight with Allison would stay in my room with me. Okay. So, uh, Allison, myself, and Tupac became the Three Stooges. Okay. So the entire tour, if you saw Allison, you people saw would you. ask, where's Tupac and where's Moni? If you saw Tupac, where's Moni and Allison? Mm -hmm. If you saw me, where's Pac and Allison? Right. You know what I'm saying? It became like that. Yeah. Um, we also had a pact. The three of okay. us had a pact where 
if one of us wakes up because when we were on tour, the, the, the pancake special is something that happens like on all, at all these hotels, okay. especially down south, yeah. where the, the, you, if you're up from six o'clock, they have that buffet and the pancake special, right? <laughs> and we usually get that before we get on the tour bus and roll out mm -hmm. in the morning. We made a pact. If one person wakes up for the pancake special, you have to go get the others, the other two. Okay. It's a three-person a three pact, okay? Okay. All right. I forgot to wake Tupac up one morning. <laughs> and he held that against me for an entire two weeks on the road. He would not speak oh, to me. Stubborn he like that? would not speak to me. Oh <laughs> He would not invite me on stage. Like, fuck he, you, bro. You, you would, fucked up the pancake He bag. would not invite me to do the Humpty Hump on stage with them. <laughs> you can song. do you hate. Wait, 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 wait. You he can do the Humpty Hump. He stripped me of all of my privileges of being on stage to do the Humpty Hump. Because I was invited on stage to do the Humpty and, Hump. And he shut you down? Shut me down. <laughs> because I did not wake him up one morning. Oh, for the pancake special. That's what you get. You and I felt about he was sleep. How do you forget about Pac? How do you forget about all those teeth in his mouth? Because I woke up, I looked at him, he's lying there sleeping. I'm like, I don't want to wake him up. Like, we were all out so late. They went, I stayed in a hotel. Him and everybody else went to the strip club. I stayed at my hotel. I was like, I'm not messing with y'all. I'm tired. I'm getting some sleep. They all went to the strip club. See, he messed it up. From the night before by staying out so <laughs> damn late. You can't, you can't put you can't blame no tits and ass on his pancakes though. You know what I'm you saying? You know what I'm saying? Like he nigga still had to eat. So bottom line is no, he, yeah, he stayed you mad at up. me. That's why you couldn't do the whole thing. He stayed home. mad at me. But the, here, here's the here's the kicker though. The reason why when when the person that spoke to me said, How's it feel to be in the elite club of women that dated Tupac? See, here's the thing for me. I was stubborn and I would not say yes to being his girlfriend. Okay. So I don't really know what to consider that. We spent all of our time together. The whole tour pretty much thought mm -hmm. that we, we, were we were together, together. because he slept in my room. Mm -hmm. we, sh we shared my room. You know what I'm saying? And we were always together. Okay, so let me ask you that. No, we didn't. We, dr <laughs> we dry humped, though. <laughs> you dry humped? We did dry hump. Oh, my God. So we you were kids. So you never got to, like, No, no, no. I wouldn't. And he was really, we had a fight one, one time on Digital Underground's bus, and we rolled down the stairs fist fighting each other because it was so much, I guess, sexual tension and frustration because I would not. Why wouldn't you give him that? You're going to think this is really stupid, but there was, there was a greatness about Tupac that I didn't want to tamper with. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like not afraid of losing the uh, the friendship. Yeah, you didn't want to ruin that yeah, part. No, I didn't. And it's uh, you know. <clears throat> so what are, what do you feel? I don't regret years later? that. I don't regret that. Yeah. I don't regret making that decision. But he was pissed. <laughs> he was so pissed because, because he didn't get in Moni's middle. We, we like spent, what the fuck? You're so stupid. Did you just say that? I did. We spent the majority of our time together. So he basically looked at it like anybody else would. Like this doesn't make sense, yes. Mo. I'm with you all the time. You're with me all the time. You don't have a man. I don't have a girl. What is the problem? And I said to him, I want to be cool with you forever. I want to be, mm -hmm. I want to feel the same way I do about you now forever. Yeah. So now and I'm nervous. Like There's something about you that is that tells me that you are going to go on a, an incredibly tumultuous journey. Which he did. Both good and bad. Which he did. And I don't want to tamper 
with how I feel about you right now. So before his death, when it was the, like the last time you all had spoke? Uh, at a bad boy Christmas party. Mm. At a bad boy Christmas party. Years before Shit. he passed. At a bad boy <clears throat> Christmas party. And he walked up to me on 10. His aggression was on 10. And he walked he up to me. He seemed like just like that really, really passionate person, though. It, like ev- everything no, that and he that's did was. was just like over the and top. And that's what it was. The aggression and was his passion. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely And that. he walked up to me at this bad boy Christmas party. It was at Roselands in, in New York. And he walked up to me and he was like, um, um, I had on a dress, too. You had on a dress? Yeah. I don't, she's, she's saying it like that because I don't wear Moni dresses. Moni don't wear dresses, everybody. Like, you know, she's and, a straight B-girl to her heart. But when she does it, she is fierce. Okay, well, I had on a dress that night. He walked up to me <laughs> and he grabbed my arm and like- I wish the, he had just grabbed your ass and just like- Yeah, no, yo, he didn't do that. Yeah, he grabbed my arm. I wish he had him, though. He grabbed my arm and he was like, I don't give a fuck who you're with, when it is, whenever it Shut is. Shut that shit down, Pac. Shut that shit down. He said, he said- <laughs> He said, you was my girl, you are my girl, you always be my girl. I don't give a fuck who you're with. Oh. And that's I just gotta, stood that's there. That's got to like resonate I, with you I like just, right now, though. I just stood there, my jaw dropped <laughs> to the ground. like Because when, when we first yeah, my got- My panties would have dropped. No, listen, when he was doing <laughs> Juice and we first got off the tour, because, you know, he he it was just weird between us, you know, after the tour. Mm-hmm. And um, when he was filming Juice and he was in New York, he would call me every day, are you coming to the set today? Like, dude, I'm mad. By this time, I had gotten married. I had my first child. He would call me up every day Mm. at my house. I didn't give him my number. My brother came from London. Him and my brother got tight. My brother would be at the juice set every day. So, see, he was smart. So, he got in with the family. He was kicking it with your brother. He was with my brother every day on the set of juice. And he would call the house, have my brother call the house. Mm. And then get on the phone and be like, are you coming to the set today? No, I'm not coming to the set today. And again, he would say over the phone, I don't give a fuck if you got a husband. The fuck I care if you got a husband for. You marry him, but you mine. I don't give a fuck. Are you coming to the set today? <laughs> I fuck with it. And I'll just be like, oh my gosh. I like, you're definitely just, rock you're with mental. Pop, man. I definitely it, But it's him. his passion. You know, and this is the thing. Like, I wish that like that type of passion still existed in hip hop, which is like, you know, I say this on a several different podcasts that I've done already but you know I love hip hop you love hip hop this is you know this is just where we at today this right. is the the thriving force in our generation right now <clears throat> and so <clears throat> my whole thing is like that passion to me doesn't exist like you know I'm tripping the other day I'm scrolling down my Instagram and I'm looking at the Bobby Shmurda and I'm looking at right. the designers and like these niggas are getting jail sentences and um, I was like really kind of messed up by the whole designer thing because I'm like yo you just dropped and you know what I'm saying like you're coming out the game you got a number one record on, on the charts right now and you getting busted for drug and weapon possession and Bobby Smarter I think they just sentenced him to seven years wow you know what I'm saying and I'm like yo that passion just doesn't exist it's like that's you recent know, that must have happened recent right yeah I, just I mean a couple we all knew ago. about the case and everything but I didn't know yeah that he actually got sentenced, got sentenced to seven, to seven years, years. Yeah. wow and I think that's just such a it's such a blow to the hip hop world because it's like, you know, you you kids are coming up and, and you wanna be these famous rappers and everything and, and okay, y'all can't well, handle it and here's what I think, my humble <clears throat> opinion on what's the point. My ho- my humble opinion on this show right now in regards to what the the recent sentencing of Bobby Schmurder. Mm-hmm. 
Seven years, right? Yeah, seven years. Um, I think a lot of times that maybe more thought, it's, all, it's unfortunate. Whichever way you look at it, it's unfortunate. Whichever way you slice the cake, it's unfortunate. But I think that possibly a decision needs to be made early on in a young person's life as to who they are mm -hmm. and what they are. Are you an artist or are you like a thug? Are you, yeah. you know? Because you. It ain't room for both. It's, 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 really it's not, not room for it's, both. It's, it's really not. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. really not. I think that, like, I, I, like I said, I've said this before, you know, it's so much access to to music, <clears throat> you know. All you need is a microphone and, and a computer today, and you can go right. to the bathroom, and you can make a record. Right. You know what I'm saying? Fine. But <clears throat> what I miss, going back to just that passion. Right. Where these... They, they they live for this music and they study this music. They're they're a student of hip hop, and they and they give their all, and at some point are able to to walk away from the streets. Yeah, right. be a better role model, be mm -hmm. a better example out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that is like my whole issue. Outside of like that that genre of of Biggie and Pac. You know what I'm saying? We all knew that they they, they were street dudes, especially big, mm -hmm. you know. But it was like, yo, now he's making money. He's, you know, doing his videos you see, here's and the stuff thing. like that. He was big had to... people. I'm glad you brought Big up in, 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 in this circumstance. Big had people that early on from the gate when he got signed and got with Puff, Puff was one of the main people. It was like, leave all that street shit alone. Leave it alone. I can't tell you what to do with your boys, or I yeah. can't tell none of your boys Guidance. what to do. You know Guidance. what I'm saying? But you personally leave that shit alone, because we about to. You got a talent that's crazy. We're yeah. about to invest x and x and x amount of dollars into your shit. Leave that shit alone. You can tell your chronicles mm -hmm. on this on this album, and you can continue talking the chronicles of the life that you previously lived. Previously but right lived. now, leave this shit, shit alone. alone. And see that that's what it is. Guidance. That is what the game is lacking. You know, we can even talk about that with Chris Brown. I'm a huge fan of Chris Brown. I love him to death. He's got the wrong people around him. He's just got the wrong people around him. Nobody's, like, guiding him to those the right direction. And I know he it had... sounds corny, but he was all right when his mother was around him. Really? You think so? In the beginning. He was a lot younger, too, though. So you No, know, I now... get it. I get it. You don't want your mother. You don't want mm -hmm. the mom at you anymore. But yeah. Here's the thing. You need a, He needs at least one person in his camp that's not a yes, yes motherfucker. Yep. That's what it is. You know, all these niggas run around here, but these yes men, and next thing you know, their their careers are, are doing this. You know, I'm like, he needs maybe like one old head that's kind of been here. I'm gonna tell you honestly, God, true. <clears throat> I would not be. In, I wouldn't mind being Chris Brown's lawyer, like <laughs> straight up. Mm -hmm. Like that man is just paid. Like every two months, I mean, he's getting some lumps. To the point <laughs> where, to the no, but, but to the point where, to his defense. He has turned into a walking target, right? Because of his for history. people to now take advantage Venice. of him, absolutely. Because there's you couldn't pay me to believe that he put a gun to that girl's head and held her hostage or whatever it is that this broad is, you know, mm -hmm. proclaiming. While she herself has a rap sheet ten miles long, exactly. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, when does the guidance come? When does it stop with, with these guys to just finally sit back and say, you know what? Let me clear my circle. Mm -hmm. Let me clean my house. That's what needs to happen. Exactly. That's really what needs to happen. Yeah. And I don't think it's... For, I, I don't fault people like, I think, Usher and, and like other folks like that. Or was that mm -hmm. Justin Bieber Usher was kind of mentoring? Oh, uh, yeah, that was. It was Bieber. Okay. Yeah, it, it was, was Bieber. It was Bieber. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't fault 
that there are people that are probably reaching out to Chris Brown and trying mm -hmm. to be that person in his corner that's mm -hmm. going to be the little guiding voice like, mm -mm, no. yeah. this might not be a cool look right. type thing. Yeah. I don't doubt that there's nobody trying to, to help in that area. Do you but, think that or, it's just too late for Chris? You no, think it's, it's not. It's definitely not too late. <clears throat> it's definitely not too late. I, 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 I knew him when he was coming up. He spent a lot of time in Philly. You know this. Yeah. When we were when I was uh, on the radio in, in in Philadelphia back in 2004, and he was coming up, mm -hmm. and he would always come to Philly and do I stuff remember. for that radio station and open up the Sixers games, do the halftime at Sixers games and stuff like that. And he he was he was a regular, mm -hmm. and you know we loved him, and I still do. Yeah, I, st I, I he's st definitely I, you know, just I still a lovable do. guy. He's so, definitely, and that. I believe it's not. I believe it's definitely not too late. I yeah. de it's definitely not too late. It's not over until the fat lady sings. And I just pray that more people step up and step in his corner on some yeah. shut on some shutdown shit. Like, nah. And that's what he needs. Exactly. And I, I hope that he allows it to happen. That's, yeah. that's what I'm yeah. hoping for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you kind of come up really, really young. You Agreed. get a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? You got <clears> the fame. You know, so now your head is a little on too tight. You know what I'm saying? You're not willing to listen to reason. And he's a parent now. And he's a parent, exactly. Yeah. A beautiful baby girl, yeah. you know, that he apparently loves to death. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think it is definitely time for him to allow somebody to come into his life and kind of give him a little guidance so that he can be set free from all the bullshit and then he has the ability to raise his daughter Absolutely. at the best way that he, you know, he possibly I'm with can. it. He's, he's, my prayers are definitely in his corner. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. But you know, it's just kind of like, I call myself an L.A. survivor. I feel like people just go to L.A. L.A. can just turn anybody I've out. I've never lived in L.A. That's L.A. can turn never anybody out. Really? I, yes. L.A. is like the... They don't call that city the city of Los Angeles for no reason. Oh, wow. Like, they really don't. Like, it, it takes a really strong person to go to L.A., especially if you're going there on the entertainment side to mm -hmm. just actually go out there and do what you need to do and, and stay out of the bullshit. It's, right. I don't know. It's just souls out there that are just sucking you in and it's so easy to fall through the cracks. You know, like I laugh, you know what I'm saying? I think about people like Amber Rose, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She from Philly, ex-stripper, you know what I'm saying? Doing her thing out there but then it's just like, you know, you see them, they make these transitions and then they get into that Hollywood lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm not like this Amber Rose hater. Like, I don't hate her. Like, I, I kind of respect her game. But it's just, like, a few things that, like, I question. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I actually was thinking about participating in her slut walk this year. I just kind of want to see. What? Yes. For what? I'm just a little curious as to, like, you know, what this really is. You know what, what I'm saying? We all know it's, it's more history, you know what I'm saying, um, as to what it really stands for and everything like that. But, you know, I was watching okay, her show. I'm confused. No, I'm, 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 I'm confused. serious. I'm confused. What are you confused about? Mom? Well, for one, what would you... Why... I'm talking to you as it's me talking to you right yeah, now. Yeah, I gotta do what that. What the hell are you going to some slut walk, to Amber Rose slut I'm walk curious. I, I, okay, curiosity killed the cat with that shit. Like, I look at it, you know, and I'm just kind of like, how how can how does she transfer this to to this this 
monumental thing where you okay I mean, wait she a minute has thousands wait, of women i need in you this, to know like I, I know this is your podcast and everything and, 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 and <laughs> okay this, go ahead mama and, go and, ahead and, and there's people listening but i'm do you talking to me right now and i know you since when and you're my sister and i'm telling you what in the fuck are you going to some ambrose what for first of all as far as i knew <laughs> as far as i knew uh that the, the slut walk uh, uh, event or what have you has been something that's been in effect prior to Amber Rose. Right. So I, I think that, I, I guess, you know, the, maybe some of the members of the the board of, well, I don't know. I sound stupid even saying this shit. Um, <laughs> whoever's in charge of that or what have you, I guess they must have spoken to Amber Rose and maybe found a way that she could um, help. To, and, and be to, at the forefront of it. Like, like, she's like the mascot of it now. Exactly, right? So... What I'm saying is, from what I knew, that that entire movement existed before. Mm -hmm. Now, in essence, I'm actually, I, in essence, I actually dig what the 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 basis of the, the, the premise basis of it, yeah. and the premise of the the movement is, which is basically saying, don't judge me by what I look like what to I'm then wearing. determine <clears throat> how you should act towards me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and the foundation of something like that, the foundation of that statement in itself. I'm actually with that. But here's where it gets a little tricky for me. Okay. Okay? I'm it gets a little it, it, as a woman, it gets a little tricky for me when there are women that that are that, that stand out there and and want to be shirtless with their boobs out and be like, I should be able to be shirtless if a man can be shirtless. No, see, that's just stupid. I mean, I'm not no, gonna... No, but this... I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you... You know I'm not gonna walk outside with my fucking titties yeah, well, hanging. I, I got some big jokes. Okay, you know I, what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm good. But I'm telling you that that's what I've seen. <laughs> when they plaster all this stuff... On the, on the social network and on the websites and stuff like that. This is the type of, these are the types of images that I have seen coming from that event. So, so it kind of, it kind of, <clears throat> for me, it kind of goes off, off the graph mm -hmm. for me because it's like, I get this. Like there's been, there've been women struggling for equality for years. This Absolutely. is not, this is not a brand new concept. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is a fight that we of women have been fighting for, for years in everything, mm -hmm. including the music industry. Yeah. And, and I think maybe that's what my curiosity stems from. You know, yeah. What I'm but saying? see, it gets a bit pear shaped when you want to walk in. You want to walk down Broadway or some highly populated public street, mm -hmm. butt ass naked. I'm not gonna be. And, butt -ass and wait naked. a minute. Wait a minute. No, <laughs> look, look. No, no, y'all, no. y'all see her. She cut me up. She cut me up. Go ahead. But I'm telling you, this is the. <laughs> the I'm telling you, this is the extreme of what to expect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen it. You I've know what I'm saying? And it's images. and it's like I'm all for equality, but on the same token, I'm raising. I have four children. Three of them yeah. are female. Mm -hmm. I'm raising my children to have some accountability Ability. and responsibility Absolutely. for themselves. And whereas, yes, we don't want to be judged as any particular thing in regards mm -hmm. to what we're wearing. Absolutely. I'm not fitting to teach my kids to go outside wearing nothing, walk down the street butt ass naked, and expect not to get harassed. I agree with you, though. So there's my reasons as to why I don't think you should go to no motherfucking slut walk, no goddamn L.A. with no goddamn Amber Rose. Thank you. Maybe for me, it's just an experience. You know what I'm saying? Just something that I want to You can I get an see. experience fishing <laughs> fucking goes, shit out of a swimming pool. Ew. Okay? That's an experience. <laughs> I want to fish the shit out the swimming well, pool. That's, that's how I feel about you going to slut walk. The fuck are you going to slut walk for? <laughs> Okay, move on now. I can't with you. Whatever you listen, you chose to have this conversation on your on your goddamn uh, 
podcast, okay? So hey, I mean, look, you know, I'm not always going to be the first one to eat my shit. You know okay. what I'm saying? That's, what, right. that's one thing I did get from you. Okay. You taught me that when young. Always eat your shit. I'm going to eat my shit. All right. I still think I want to rock with this fucking um, Whatever. slut just walk. don't text me and don't call I'm me. I'm not going to text you. I'm not going to call then, you. Right? But I, I, I just have to say that I do support the cause. Um, I'm, But I'm, I'm curious as to how she became, you know, the forefront. Oh, well, that's business. I, I, that's easy. That's business. That's business. <clears throat> and um, I'm not sure, so don't quote me, but I think uh, Nick Cannon has something to do with her transitioning. As far as management, he's a very good businessman. He is an yeah, excellent businessman. Nick Cannon business. is smart as hell. People Nick, really Nick Cannon is an excellent guy. businessman. And yeah. I would not, I would not doubt that of the po- I would not doubt the possibility that he sat with Amber Rose and was like, okay, here's yeah. what we're gonna do with X, you to take you to the next level. You know what now, I'm saying? What which, I was really which would be a smart, which would be a smart. Well, what I'm gonna say, I was really surprised that is when I found out that Dr. Phil actually was the uh, sponsor of her show. That alone is kind of really threw me. Right, that's I'm on like, VH1, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I saw her at the uh, <laughs> at the VH1 Hip Hop Honors or Hell the Queen mm-hmm. or Hell the Queens, and she, uh, I, I think she was like presenting or she did something there. Yeah, I, she I, did. I never but I, I figured because the show is on uh, VH1 and that was on VH1, right? So it you yeah, know cross promotion type thing. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah, but I was really surprised to see that. I'm like, Dr. Phil. I'm like, I, I can't, I still can't fit that puzzle piece and the correlation. I to heard that. supposedly his wife kicked him out. I don't know how true that is. Ooh. Like about, yeah, I heard supposedly I had read it in one of those uh, news blogs. You think so Dr. Don't Phil, quote, don't, you, don't wait, quote wait. me. You, you know? think Dr. Phil getting a little Suppo- feeling in Amber Su- Rose booty? I don't know. But supposedly his <laughs> wife kicked him out. Oh, shit, so and Dr. then here Phil. he is with uh, Amber the Amber Rose. Show. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. So I, don't I, know. I didn't know that I don't his know wife if you kicked could him correlate out. that. You know, I didn't know his wife kicked him out because you know she's usually front center on the show. When he's you know leaving right. the show, she's always holding his hand like this. My shit, you know what I'm saying? Have you watched it? I haven't seen it. I've actually seen one episode. I checked out the episode. With How her. was she with the teleprompter? <laughs> she was actually really good. Okay. I saw the episode with Ty Dolla Signs, who I happen to love. Hey, Ty. Okay. Um, and it was pretty damn good. Okay. I mean, you know, she was actually really um, educational, believe it or not. And maybe that's the other wow. reason why I thought about doing a slut walk, you know okay. what I'm saying? Maybe checking it out. Because I was actually really surprised. I really wasn't. I wasn't mad. And I'm not saying that I was like an Amber Rose hater, like, uh, but... I definitely wasn't a fan. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, you know, and I just happened to one day catch it, and I watched it, and I had to tell you the truth. I was thoroughly impressed. Oh, okay. I really was. Satisfied your curiosity. Yeah, definitely, you okay. know? And I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe there's just a little more she she will, she'll give in the future. You know oh, what I'm well. saying? I think that she's got a lot of growing to do, and I think that, um, <clears throat> I don't think that she's as you know, whacked out as people make her to be. I really don't. Gotcha. I, th- I think it's more of an act, of more of the, you know, attention, publicity, right. that type of shit. But I, I, I'm not marking Amber as a dumb girl, like a dumb slut. I'm just not putting her in that box. Some, well, she's got something to her. Something's going on because she's she's been able to transition to, to the next level and the next level and as the next level. As far as I'm so. concerned, I mean, I know that Kim has way more money, you know, with the whole... Uh, keeping up with the Kardashians and shit like that. But I think as a businesswoman, just on her own, I think that Amber's a lot smarter than Kim. Mm. 
You know, Kim is more controlled by her mother. You you know, that whole thing. I don't think Kim makes those decisions on her own. But I think Amber, I think she's a smart businesswoman. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot more to her that we will see in the future. Mm-hmm. And um, I think she's, I think it's going to be interesting to okay. watch her. Okay, well, it's interesting that I'm on a podcast and I have spent the last freaking six minutes talking about two people that I never talk about on my own fucking radio show. <laughs> and I will not be able to get those six minutes back. my life back. No. no, you're not. You're never going to get those minutes back. But anyway, I first of all want to say thank you for coming on my podcast. It was lovely having you, dog. No, I'm really proud of you. I'm really, really, really proud of you. This is like so dope to me that you actually like took a page out of that book of experience of you being yeah. there in the studio mm-hmm. in the mornings from six to ten yeah good you times know? man we used to have some days we didn't sleep for days oh my god i, I miss that shit i know i miss that but this is really dope i really i'm really glad to see that you transitioned and, and decided to do something like this you, i think you're really good at it you're thank very you. yeah nah your questions are good your conversation is good i think you're dope this thank, is dope thank you honey well, that's going to wrap it up for What's the Point. Um, the next time I come here, don't talk to me about no Amber Rose or you know no what? Kim this is that's See, this is when you have a podcast with somebody that you know and shit just get real <laughs> fucking personal up in here. Now she like sister slash mama telling me I can't flash my titties on motherfucking Mel Rose. No. I will flash my jugs on Mel Rose if I want to, Mo. Oh, mo'. my goodness. <laughs> I'm fucking around, y'all. It's Jory Amoni Love. Thank you for checking us out. And um, peace and love. Peace. Tell me what's the point.